Vito Bosella. Mazel tov, buddy. How are you? Thank you, Dylan. Congratulations. Uh, thank you for mentioning Dylan and Kirsten. Uh, we're, we're waiting for the right temple. They just want we need the right price. And by the way, Dean Wormer also said that there'll be no fun of any kind in the Animal House. But I guess he doesn't listen to your show, Sid, because it's a lot of fun here. Oh, thank you, man. He did say that. You're right. Thank you. And I appreciated the text you sent me this morning, too. You were in the car, I guess, for the Alex yep. Rodriguez interview, which I replayed this morning. And uh, you loved it. And I did say at one point, hey, Alex, you want airplanes? I'll even give you Staten Island. And you kind of drew the line there, right? He's, he's... Exactly right. <laughs> I thought that was a great interview. But we're not about to give up Staten Island to anybody, <laughs> including A-Rod. So I'm but sorry about that. You take don't want... Brooklyn, take yeah. whatever you want. But we're not giving up Staten Island. But, but you do want to secede still and move away from the rest of the boroughs, yes? I yeah I, I think we're about to start that uh, look and ask. I mean personally I support it, but I think the five hundred thousand people of Staten Island uh, deserve an honest assessment of what it would look like. So we're about to embark on that, if you will, evaluation and give the people the best uh, the best reflection of, of what something like that would look like. So we're, we're we're trying to do the right thing for the people of Staten Island today and every day, and we appreciate the opportunity to be on with you this morning, Sid. So thank you so much. No, you won't. You're you're my favorite borough president. You're a good guy. Um, And I actually think somewhere down the road there'll be even bigger things for you in politics. I really do believe that. But, I mean, you know that you're, you know, Joe Borelli and Nicole Maliotakis, a lot of your local politicians are on the side of secede. I I know you know that, bud. Yeah. Yeah, and and there's a a lot of compelling reasons why. We just think differently than uh, the rest of New York City politically when it comes to fiscal issues, when it comes to the migrant issue, for example. Uh, So there are those uh, very salient uh, facts that we disagree, and in any type of relationship when things are so strained, you – it's no problem saying, hey, you know, you're not into me anymore, so let's just disappear. And then I think that's that's where a lot of people feel. But at the same time, it's not as easy as just flipping a switch. And there are those in the middle who are not as certain as the, excuse me, as those. So I think the, the people, as I mentioned, just need an honest assessment. And that's what we're going to do for the next uh, couple of months or so. You mentioned the migrant crisis. I want to get to right to shelter. That's really the, the impetus why you're calling in this morning. Yeah. But you talk about strained relationships, and I get it. So what is the relationship now? I mean, I know the mayor, Eric Adams, is in Mexico. He was on with me for 30 minutes last Thursday. It was a pretty intense conversation. We hung up the phone, still friendly and all that, but it got pretty intense. Where are you with the mayor these days? I, I want to thank you. Know, we need to work together uh, to that's what I think we're elected to do. You know, unlike what's happening in Washington, I heard your great interview with Peter King as well. And Thank you. No, nobody better than, than Peter. And he, I think we're all on the same page as to what, what went down there. But we, well, so know, wait, 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 before, before you move on with this point, so you are on, on our page, which is Matt Gates is, is, is an idiot, and uh, McCarthy did the best he could and deserved better. You're on that same page. I think what happened yesterday was just a disaster. Uh, I think, you know, on so many different levels, what happened was wrong. And I give a lot of credit to what Kevin McCarthy has tried to do. And it's like hurting, you know, the expression is hurting cats. And then when, as as has been said repeatedly, three or four percent can disrupt it for everybody. I just don't think that's a, it's a healthy system. And this is going to this is going to hurt for a little bit. You know, nothing's impossible. We're not going to the, the country is not going to get destroyed. But what happened yesterday was just silly and ridiculous, if you ask me. All right, so then move ahead with the point you're about to make about you and the mayor. Well, I, 
I just think that the migrant situation that started about a year ago was going to spin out of control. We said repeatedly, and thank you for allowing us to voice our concern on your show and and John and and everybody else on ABC, uh, that this was going to be an unsustainable situation. And we questioned and we went into court with our attorneys, and you've had them on as well, Lou Gelomino and Mark Fonte, to question the right to shelter consent decree, to say it should not apply here. And for year, for almost a year, he was saying basically shut up and go away. But to his credit, the mayor actually in court yesterday said we need to modify the right to shelter because it's cumbersome and inflexible, and we need help because that thing that was entered into 40 years ago never contemplated a surge of 100-plus thousand people coming from all over the world seeking a right to shelter, free food, and everything that comes with it. And sure enough, that position is now the same one we share. So there is finally a light at the end of the tunnel with this migrant crisis if the court allows this right to shelter consent decree to be modified. So for people across Staten Island who've had to endure these migrants in their neighborhoods, across from schools, next to their homes, uh, we can finally say we believe we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. Funny you uh, just gave credit to Eric Adams, and I agree with you. In court, uh, looking to modify right to shelter. I like that, too, but kind of destroys where I was going next, which is you get these uh, you got these rebels, you know, in your borough, guys uh, that are friends of mine. I like them all very much. Johnny Tobacco, Scott Lebedo, and they're led by Curtis Sliwa, of course. And I was about to ask you, there's a high school right up the hill from the Ferry Hawk Stadium. I've seen you many times, John Katzmatidi's baseball team. And the name of the high school is Curtis High School. But nobody knows who that Curtis is. So I was going to say to you, being Curtis Sliwa has been such a huge voice for your borough that we renamed the school Curtis Sliwa High School. But as it, he's a high school dropout, it would give, it would give uh, all kinds of people hope. But as it turns out, now that you've agreed with the mayor, he might not even want it. How about that, Vito? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all all friends, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I could see I could see where you're going, uh, Sid. But I think we need to bring it up with the Department of Education or somebody of a higher power. Perhaps uh, we have to get the blessing for John Casamitidis because he's the real boss over there, anyway, right? And, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I give credit to everybody who's been banging the drum for the last year. You know, people were told just to disappear, but the people of the Aracar section, the Midland Beach section, Travis, other parts of Staten Island, people stood up and said, no, we will not be trampled on. We will not give up our American dream. We don't want our kids or our families uh, subjected to this. Just because you, or, uh, not you, Sid, but others believe that we should have open borders and that we should take care of anybody who comes across for free. It's a difference between saying um, America is the land of opportunity. If you come here, as my ancestors did from Ireland and, uh, and Italy, and I believe perhaps from Israel too, I'm not sure. Um, but when they come here for the American dream, we say, great, you know, try your best, work hard, and whatever comes your way, if you earned it, you deserve it, and live free and pass it on to your kids. That's different from saying if you come to Midtown on a bus from Texas, we're going to put you up in a hotel for six months and give you a Vespa and free food. It's unsustainable, and I just think it's nuts. So finally, to go full circle, 
You know, we're finally seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, and perhaps we can slow down the madness and get back to what we should be doing, working on behalf of the good, hardworking taxpayers of this, our, of our community and our city and our state. No other way out. I didn't know much about you because I was down in Boca Raton, Florida for 16 years. And the first time, being serious, I mean, Frank Morano mentioned you to me and others, but the first time I began to uh, pay attention was when our friend Donald Trump endorsed you when you were running. And I yeah. said, whoa, hold on a second. Donald Trump knows Vito. Donald Trump is endorsing Vito. He must be something else. And Donald Trump was right. You are something else. And now you and I become great friends, great friends. But our friend Donald does, has been in court the last two days as Letitia James, who is a horrible human being, not a bad lady, a horrible human being, and this idiot judge who hates Trump. They're continuing this witch hunt, which is partly destroying our country and certainly making our justice system, just ridiculing it to the point where it looks like a joke. So I have to imagine you, as much as anybody, Vito, has been nauseous watching the last two days, yes? Yeah. First off, I, I said it then, I'll say it again. I'm very grateful to, to President Trump for stepping up and supporting me when I ran uh, for borough president a couple of years ago. So I'm grateful for that. He was very instrumental in, in helping us uh, get across the finish line. So I appreciate that. And, and I think Peter, uh, I was listening to, as I mentioned, to Peter King's interview a little while ago. I think he sort of said it best. Whether you like somebody or not, when you see a, a justice system basically teed up to destroy somebody uh, because you disagree with them politically or you don't like them personally or a combination of both, it's sad. It's sad for the country. It's not just sad for the individual and that person's family. It's sad for the country that we believe in when we should look to justice that, to be administered and not just to, justice to be perverted. And I think that's what a lot of people are seeing right now. And I hope that some good people with common sense step up and say, you know what, enough is enough. Let's right the ship and get back to doing the right thing as opposed to being on this persecution and not prosecution mentality.